0: Hello everybody and welcome to and Now, a nerd podcast talking about nerd things. My name is Robert Folly.
1: I'm stand-up comedian Danny Mullins. Robert, I got a joke for you. Listen up. What do you call a steak made from a female cow? Uh, a mistake. <laughs> oh! And how about airline food? That's fucked up, right?
0: Alright, so as the Superman of this, uh, this particular podcast...
1: Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> me, I guess. That's me. Oh. Uh, I don't aim high. <laughs> oh, see,
0: now, now it's weird, because now I'm imagining what I would look like in a skirt and blonde, and it's not a good thing.
1: You said Superman.
0: Yeah. Because we're talking about Supergirl this episode. Okay. Which well, is just I Superman just... with a skirt and blonde.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, ew. Yeah, you. That's my response. <laughs> yep.
0: uh, so, yeah, we are talking about uh, Supergirl. Um with the TV show becoming more and more popular, I figured it would be appropriate time to uh, talk about it, especially now that they're bringing her, or have brought her now, into the Flash universe.
1: I think it's technically the Arrow universe, No, Robert, fuck that. It was there first. It's the Flash first. I don't think anybody watches it. I'm not for sure how it's still <laughs> on
0: air, but it was first. Apparently it's really popular. Is it still? Yeah. Okay. I, I've been told that after season two, it, it gets a lot more lighthearted. I watched the first episode. Yeah, I, I, that's it. I've watched like the first five. I, I'm not a fan of Arrow. Like, I I like Green Arrow in the comic books. I don't even really like him in the comics. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm a
1: fan. Like, even his role in like The Dark Knight Returns is pretty cool. And he only has one. Yeah,
0: that, that that his appearance there is pretty good. I uh, I'll agree. Year, with
1: you that. uh year zero is like a retelling of his uh, origin story. Right, it's really good.
0: Um, before we go any further, though, I believe that we should address what happened last week with our release.
1: <laughs> that's all on you,
0: man. Uh, because we have been, uh, recording the, the day before or in last actually case, day of, yeah. the day of, uh, uh, of releasing, it's put a strain on me being able to edit and everything. Now, here's the thing. I fully edited an episode. Prove it. I'm I think you're lying. I can. I have it on my computer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but what happened is when I went to release it. I just released the wrong one. I released our role. And then went, eh, funny enough. (laughs) I guess.
1: So the five (laughs) seconds of silence, everything's still there, huh? Everything is still there. Yeah. Good. I hope we didn't say anything horrible that needed to be cut.
0: Oh, there were a couple things where uh, I was like, I'm going to cut this, but here's what's going on. Oh, Uh, a little behind the scenes. uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, great. Hmm. (laughs) Yeah, actually, I fucked up releasing Hold My Beer this week.
0: Did you really? Yeah, I got
1: it edited uh, late Sunday night after my son went to bed. And then Monday I came home. I didn't get a day off last week. After you left I actually got called into work again. Seriously. Yeah. So I, come Monday night. I had no idea what day it was. So I just released the podcast. <laughs> I was like and then like I went into work the next day and my brother's like, Why is the podcast out? I was like Wednesday. I every day or, or every week. What are you talking about? He's like, This is Tuesday. I was like, Ah fuck, there's more week left. <laughs> oh, it was horrible.
0: Uh man, we need to get our shit together, Danny. Yeah. We're the owners of this production. Yeah. Uh,
1: fucking work this week and this Last week, and yeah, it's, oh. it was one giant super week. I think the last month has been like one solid-ass week.
0: Yeah, you've been sick and working constantly. I've been working constantly, trying to rush to get out episodes, and this week I was sicker than a dog.
1: Oh, yeah? Say, I had it last week.
0: Yeah, I, like, I, I'm i on a ton of Mucinex and vitamin C right now. Mucinex helps. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun talk. Uh, No, yeah, I actually called off work for the first time in like two years for being sick. I had the flu for a week and a half straight. I only called off one day. <laughs> So I still think I'm doing pretty good. Probably got a lot of people sick in the meantime. Probably you are patient zero at that point. Yeah. Well, I got it from my son, so he's patient zero. But nobody believes you. That's true. He missed two weeks of school. It's yeah. bad
0: around here, man. Yeah, it, it is. So. Supergirl. Supergirl. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, do you know when Supergirl, Kara uh, Zor-El first showed up in comics? No. Uh, it was Action Comics number 252, which happened in May of 1959. Now, if you recall from our Superman episode, that means that there's quite a bit of Superman's story before she ever shows up.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, To go into kind of her history, uh, Kara's the last survivor of Argo City, which had survived the explosion of the planet Krypton and drifted through space. Because cities can do that. Well, it can, and here's why.
1: Oh, yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Don't point at me when you say that. It's fucking gross.
0: The city had been covered by a plastic dome for weather moderation devised by her father, Zor-El, uh, the younger brother of Superman's father, Jor-El. Uh, and he was a climatologist and engineer. I don't know if climatologist is an term? actual real like, term. Uh, sure, yeah. Um, the dome held together a large chunk of the landmass under the city as it drifted through space after the explosion of Krypton. Can uh, I be
1: a podcastologist?
0: To, fuck it, that's our new... Uh, Podcastologist. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> have a
1: diploma or something. Um,
0: but it was floating in the direction of our solar system. Uh, but the bottom uh, the bottommost layers of bedrock were affected by the explosion and it essentially went what we would consider nuclear to them and started creating green kryptonite. Oh, okay. So what they did is they put... <laughs> They essentially put tin foil. Is this getting too ridiculous for you?
1: Because the whole time, like, and then I guess it was like, I don't okay. know, man.
0: All, Nukes and all of this is going to be ridiculous. Because what they did is they laid down a ground she- uh, a ground shield of lead foil to protect them from the developing kryptonite. Because those of you that know anything about uh, kryptonians, their powers are stopped by lead. Oh really? Yeah, Actually, I didn't know that. Yeah, their X-ray can't go through lead. Their powers can't go through red. The radiation from kryptonite can't go through lead, okay. and so they put lead tin foil down. To <laughs> yeah,
1: a um, shit ton of it, apparently.
0: Yeah, to cover their entire city. Uh huh. <laughs> uh to protect them from the kryptonite. Uh Zorel was also able to fashion a makeshift propulsion system to try to accelerate the city's approach to our solar system. Uh, and during the roughly 30 years Argo City traveled uh, through space, uh Zorel met and married Allura, who in turn uh, bore their daughter Kara. Or Kara, however the fuck you want to pronounce it. I think in the sh- <laughs> in the show they they say Kara a lot. I I this Kara Zor-El.
1: I don't want to Blow your mind or anything? I haven't watched it, Robert. Not it's a actually good. Fucking second. It's you actually... didn't really like the first season
0: that much. No, you said I... it was
1: too predictable. Was uh... it, it? Was yeah. Your major complaint. It was.
0: Pre... It was. That was my major uh, complaint. But
1: I... it was still enjoyable. You blamed ABC for that, though. You said it. Yeah, seemed... it seemed too much to their formula.
0: Oh, it completely caught me off guard. The well, I'll get into it. Oh, okay. <laughs> second season caught me off guard starting out. Why was there boobies? No. Oh. Uh But CW d- definitely went. Yeah. Fuck this storyline.
1: Oh, they're just like that ever happened kind of thing <laughs> kind of oh wow
0: huh. um but uh before the propulsion system was able to steer the city towards earth a deranged citizen named jer m i fucking love <laughs>
1: kryptonian names
0: kryptonian names yeah. let me just throw that out there yeah they're
1: not just random halves of words mixed together with a hyphen in the middle that's for damn sure
0: <laughs> well I-, I did find out something uh Females on Kryptonite only have one name, whereas all the males have dual names. So like Kal-El. Kal-El, Jor-El, In uh, this came M. but Kara would have just been known as Kara. It's hmm. because she came to Earth that she's now Kara uh, Zor-El.
1: You know what my uh, Kryptonian name would be?
0: Hoorah! That's uh, fun to say. Be Dan Ma.
1: No, no, I got to make up my own.
0: It's a no. fictional world.
1: Nope. There's just lead everywhere. It's a great time. <laughs> great place to fucking live.
0: Lead tinfoil. Uh, what
1: it? Yeah, whatever, man. <laughs> fucking comment. This is the 70s? Is that what you said?
0: 59.
1: Oh, 59. Okay, well, that makes a little more sense.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, the propulsion system uh, was trying to get them to er, – while he was trying to build the propulsion system to get them to Earth, uh, the deranged citizen named Jer M., who was suffering from survival guilt because the rest of the planet died, <laughs> uh, damaged the exhaust veering Argo toward a swarm of meteors that crashed into the underside of the landmass on which the entire city rested. Of course. Yeah. Uh, the... So
1: I, I do like the, the, um, the idea of throw, throw some jets on there. Yeah. That's, that's how we'll save the world. Uh, no, city. City, sorry. I just, seeing a city with a bubble on it, with foil all over the ground, floating through space, now with jets on the back of it, kind of a sight I want to see, honestly. Kind of. It's so dumb, (laughs) it's intriguing. Does that make sense?
0: Uh, It kind of goes back to our Doctor Who episode. It's stupid, and that's why it's awesome.
1: But is it? (laughs) That's the problem I'm having with this episode. (laughs) Doctor Who works because some of it's kind of dumb, and it's awesome. This is kind of dumb, and it exists. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, but the, the meteor slamming into the city actually ruptured the lead tinfoil and, (laughs) and the green kryptonite radiation started killing a lot of the city inhabitants. Um, so her parents, uh, sent Kara to earth in a rocket to be raised by Kal-El, who we know as Superman. Superman or Clark Kent.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that too.
0: They didn't know that. True. Uh, <laughs> fearing that she might not be recognized by Superman, uh, her parents provided her with a uniform, which was closely based on the one Cal was wearing as the Man of Steel. Right. Here's my question.
1: How'd they know what it looked like?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if you, if, you go, um, if you go Man of Steel route, they, like, sent it with him.
0: Oh, yeah. And,
1: and it's not an S. It's just people's symbol for hope. Even though it's blatantly a fucking ass.
0: Yeah. No, you're not here. No, it's not because I'm Superman. No, it stands for hope. Yeah, whatever. You, Clark. <laughs> <sighs> um, when she arrived at Earth, she acquired powers identical to Superman's and adopts the secret identity of Lin... Oh, I skipped. No, I didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you should probably leave that part in. <laughs> Just the awkward sense of, no, I didn't. All right,
0: sure, yeah. unearth <laughs> Kara acquires the powers identical to Superman's and adopts the secret identity of Linda Lee. Yeah, okay. A resident of Midvale Orphanage, she conceals her blonde hair neath a brunette wig and functions as Supergirl only in secret at Superman's request until she can gain, in his opinion, sufficient control of her powers and the wisdom to properly use them. After she's adopted by Fred and Edna Danvers. I hate the name Edna. It always trips me up anytime I go to read me. My great aunt's name. She should
1: change. No, it. I'm just <laughs> it's actually Edna Joe. Okay. She's from Kentucky. I wouldn't e- have guessed. Joe, yeah. <laughs> uh, Superman. My grandma's name is Billy Sue, so, you know.
0: <laughs> but after she's adopted, Superman decides his cousin is ready to begin operating openly as Supergirl.
1: Okay. I do like the fact that she didn't just put on a fucking pair of glasses and be like, nope, I'm somebody else.
0: Well, here's my question. Her hair is naturally blonde. Why okay. did she go, in order? I'm not openly out as Supergirl yet. <laughs> I'm not saying it's it's a, a
1: good one, but it's the, it's a step up, I feel like, than glasses.
0: The thing is, she wasn't, like, Supergirling at that point.
1: So it'd make more sense to put on the wig when she went to go be Supergirl. Exactly. Yeah, okay. That.
0: Yeah, nope yeah instead she's like in my everyday life every day i'm going to wear a brown wig well you know she has lead poisoning her brain's not working
1: right she <laughs> lived on top of lead for like months she didn't lick it you don't know that <laughs> none of us know that
0: uh well she's a
1: superhero yeah cuz my hair's the wrong color <laughs>
0: <laughs> well she attends midvale high as linda lee danvers uh later years after graduating uh, from Stanhope College, she changes careers several times, holding jobs in student counseling, news reporting, like kind of like her cousin, uh, and acting in a TV soap opera titled Secret Hearts.
1: I did not know that. That's fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> she also attended a college in Chicago for a little bit. Okay. Uh, she had many boyfriends during this time, but she ends up shunning relationships uh, so that she can letting her super career come first
1: her super career yeah i have the opposite of that as a career (laughs) yeah it's a sad one anyways you and i both yeah
0: we would like to start getting paid for this then that would be a super career yep supergirl's secret identity is only known by a select few superman or foster parents and the legion of superheroes which she was a member of for a short time uh like all Kryptonians, supergirl is vulnerable to kryptonite obviously she has I don't know why I put this in here. Oh, I I, I remember why. She has an orange cat named Streaky that acquired temporary superpowers as a result of its exposure to X-Kryptonite, a form of kryptonite Supergirl accidentally created in an unsuccessful attempt to neutralize the effects of green kryptonite.
1: I'm going to hang myself with one of these (laughs) microphone cords, I think. There's a whole selection of them.
0: What kind of name is Streaky? I think it had stripes. What kind of name is streaky? I don't know. Did it go around in public showing
1: people's dick? Was it streaking?
0: <laughs> well, if it's yeah, flying it like over them, then yes.
1: It'd be like one of those hard-to-play cats. Like, oh, come pet me, yeah, I'm a kitty. Then you get close and it runs away, but could, instead of just running away, it's like,
0: oh, here's my cat dick. Could you imagine any scientist today being like, oh, man, it's been working all day. I, I'm going to hit the hay. Why is my dog flying through the air? Yeah. Ah. <laughs>
1: I just let him go. Fuck it.
0: (laughs) Uh, She had Comet the super horse for a while. Tried to fuck it? Uh, No, I think it was the other way around. I think it was the horse that was trying to fuck her. Whatever.
1: Well, it used to be a human, right?
0: Uh, It was a centaur. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So half human.
1: Uh, Yeah, yeah. We're all all half centaur, right? We're all half centaur. Yeah, you said that in front of my brother, and (laughs) he still hasn't quite grasped the concept. (laughs) Like, rearranged his galaxy. Also, I saw my brother have to hard reboot like a fucking computer yesterday. Really? Taco Bell released the naked chicken chalupa. Have you seen it? No. It is a chalupa where the shell is actually just fried chicken. He was in a great mood. So they're just actively happy. trying to kill us. He was great mood, happy, <laughs> ate the chalupa, dead. Like brain dead for the rest of the day. I don't know if he's recovered yet. I haven't seen him. Look, well, yeah.
0: He had a coronary in front <laughs> of you. Yeah, but I think
1: it, I think it like so, in
0: his brain somehow. So embolism? Yeah. But like fat, I, man, I don't know. The embolism is caused by fat blockage. Is it? Yeah. Okay, it's one of those. They just
1: put lettuce and cheese in a fucking piece of chicken. <laughs> I, I'm ashamed to say I tried one myself. And you know what? I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's not good.
0: No. I can't. Nothing about that sounds good. It's not. You know the double down? I've heard of it, just yes. It's like that, but a taco. That That's dumb. America. Uh, I blame Trump. I can do that,
1: right, for Taco Bell's menu. Yeah,
0: yeah. Why not? Uh, I found I, getting a bit off topic here for a second. I'm talking about
1: chalupas, Robert.
0: Yes. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, even more off topic, but on on the topic of Trump, I know. Oh hear me out. I found an article online the other day that I could not read. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tell you the title of it, and then let you find it from there. Okay. Was Trump's presidency caused by the new Ghostbusters movie?
1: <laughs> Answer yes. And here's why. Oh, that's your line. Sorry. What? Yeah. Like you didn't a,
0: read it. I uh, it was too dumb even for okay, me. No, that's just the that kind, concept. That's how you read it. Uh, that's it, why you it, read it. Essentially, it comes down to people were pissed at the new ghost Like I can tell you what it's about. People were pissed at the new Ghostbusters movie. Too much political uh, PC bullshit, and because people are backlashing at it, that's why Trump became elected.
1: Now, I always knew Jenny McCarthy was evil,
0: but is
1: that evil? I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, that is amazing. That's like. <laughs> That might be the best I, sentence I've heard yet this year. I almost forwarded it to your brother just to make <laughs> him smile. <laughs> he'd probably believe it. Yeah. Even if, even if he didn't, he'd say he did just
1: to piss people off. Yeah. Uh, and then I'd have to hear about it constantly. The, the,
0: the, There'd the, be
1: a whole episode of Hold My Beer. I don't want to go through that. Robert. The sad
0: thing is, it's not the first time I've heard something like that. Because, <laughs> well, uh, South Park, this latest season, kind of touched on something very similar. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, <laughs> where they blamed... Uh, the presidency on the Force Awakens, but also brought up the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, but it's a comedy. The the new so- Ghostbusters. South Park. Is, yes it's a comedy, right? Robert. But it's also so that's okay. It's also highly satirical and, and points at True. real world stuff and real world ideas. So it's not the first time I had seen that idea. I was just like, "What the hell? So- Are reboots ruining America?" Answer: Yes.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> What's well, weird because I've heard that Paul Black Mall Cop. Cop- Actually calls nine eleven. Paul,
0: Paul, Paul Blart Mallcop. <laughs> <laughs> Forty and slip. Yeah, a little uh, bit. I, I want to
1: see uh, Kevin James's penis. I guess that's in what, a mall. That's it
0: has what, to be in a mall. That's what I got from this. He's just flapping as he's going by on a Segway. I didn't hear anything you said after that.
1: I'm uh, sorry. Continue. The, that movie calls nine eleven. Is what I was saying. That was the joke uh, I was going for. Okay. And now it's just Kevin James's penis. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Paul Blart know. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a, a
0: portal parody that writes itself. I know, right? You just get a fat guy with no talent to fuck something. And Ron Jeremy, you can have a job again. Do what? I said, Ron Jeremy, you Ro- can have a job again. Uh, nah,
1: he's just cooties with clothes on, man. <laughs> I don't trust him. Too big of a dick. You know, I don't trust people with a big dick.
0: So, uh... I, yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know. To be fair... I didn't want to do a Supergirl episode in the first place. Yeah,
0: I I brought up... I'm fine
1: with all the derails.
0: I brought up Supergirl, and you're like, no.
1: Mallcock. Sucks, because I don't think you can really name the episode that. Supergirl (laughs) Mallcock is a weird name.
0: (laughs) But if I call it Supergirl, Paul Blart (laughs) (laughs) Mallcock.
1: That's the third movie in the trilogy. Supergirl shows up, he's naked. It writes itself. (laughs) It's all over the ground. Streaker
0: moving on please <laughs> during crisis on infinite earth which happened between april and april of 1985 and march of 1986 in issue number 7 uh, supergirl sacrifices her life to save her cousin and the multiverse from destruction when the Superman continuity rebooted on Crisis uh, on Infinite Earths, DC editors felt that Superman should be the sole survivor of Krypton, uh, resulting in Kara being removed. Unlike a number of other characters who are shown dying in Crisis, no one even remembers Kara dying or that she had existed in the first place. Oh,
1: completely writes her out?
0: Completely wrote her out.
1: I remember the cover. The one where she dies in because it, it's like him holding her body. And stuff. Yeah. It's a cool cover.
0: Um, after the events of Infinite Crisis, the sequel to Crisis on Infinite Earths, uh, many historical events from the multiverse are now being remembered. Donna Troy, after her rebirth and inheritance of the Harbinger's Orb, recalls the original Kara Zor-El and her sacrifice. So that's when she starts getting remembered again. Okay. Then, uh, during that time is when the death of Superman happened.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. So they bring back one, kill the other? Kind of. Just didn't want two Kryptonians running around at the same time?
0: But, yeah, that that's when, uh, like, I was first really introduced to the character of Supergirl was during the death of Superman, because she actually had a very interesting arc during that time.
1: Oh, yeah? That, yeah. I don't remember. I, I read just the line itself. I, Chris didn't have any of the uh, sidelines when it was coming out. Yeah, so.
0: it, w- it was right after the death of Superman, during the title, uh, A Funeral for a Friend. She had her own... Uh, own sideline going on which was her dealing with her grief of losing her cousin. Oh okay. And she was like I've got to be the one to step up now but right now I'm too full of anger and so she finds out that there are monsters that are living underground that are planning on taking over Earth and she's like nope none of you deserve to live and she goes and kills all of them like without talking to any of them just goes and mercilessly kills all of them. Genocide? Yep and that's how she deals with the death of Superman.
1: Interesting. Not by going wig shopping. No. Mm. Uh,
0: at this point, I'm not even sure that she was still wearing the brown wig. I don't wig. see that lasting very long. Yeah. Because like, I, it's dumb. I don't <laughs> know when that went away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then know. again, I'm not 100% sure that it did go away. I've not followed Supergirl comics all that much. Me neither. Yeah, I don't know. I hope so. I I, I severely hope so. It's just
1: red now instead of brown. We changed it, guys. Everything's fine.
0: I'd, I'd actually be better with that.
1: It's the have, same thing.
0: Everybody, wear, Everybody's brunette. At least make your main character stand out a bit in the crowd. Just a little bit.
1: Okay, Robert. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I was just arbitrarily changing the color. Didn't mean to make it a thing. <laughs> Malkok.
0: <Mallcock. laughs> uh As part of the New 52, Kara's origin was rebooted once again. Uh, an amnesiatic Kara uh, awakens after her life pod crashes to Earth in the midst of a meteor shower. Upon emerging, she encounters uh, humans and the extent of her powers for the first time. When encountered by Superman, she attacks him, believing him to be an imposter as her cousin was only a baby when she last saw him. As she believed it to only have been a few days since then. Hmm. So, in her mind, like, her and her cousin take off in these life pods, he is infant, the, the same infant that lands on the Kent farm. Something happens to where she doesn't age like at all during the time that he becomes a full grown adult, all of small, all of his time in Smallville happens and she arrives full grown adult Superman. Of course she's going to be like, no, something's not right here. Yeah, that is weird. Five days have passed for me. Hmm. Um, after several battles with, uh, different supervillains, obviously Superman uh, convinces her Uh, after several battles with supervillains, including the world killers, a super super weapons of Kryptonian design, uh, she accepts Krypton's destruction, but continues to grapple with her own grief. Her desire to restore Krypton results in her being manipulated into nearly destroying Earth by another Kryptonian, whom she falls in love with. After she realizes that she's been manipulated, she kills that guy by driving a shard of Kryptonite through his heart and succumbs to Kryptonite, poisoning herself. She, she, she just kills people, huh? Uh, she, she's the one that doesn't mind killing people yeah, as much. her off! Yeah. Huh. Didn't know that. Uh, follow- now,
1: what does kryptonite poisoning do? Does it kill her or does it make her sick?
0: Uh, it will eventually kill her, essentially. Okay. Following her poisoning, Supergirl departs Earth to die alone.
1: Uh, I could have just waited for that next sentence instead of asking a question.
0: Yeah. Huh. <laughs> While adrift in interstellar space, she encounters a planet under attack by monsters and quickly intervenes to save them, unaware that the entire planet is a trap by Brainiac.
1: That's got to take some time to set up.
0: And it's Brainiac.
1: He's getting up for free time? Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't doesn't seem like a nine-to-five kind of guy. Yeah. You know, go in, clock in, clock out. Yeah. Just world domination, mainly.
0: Pretty much. Hmm. Uh, Universal domination? Yeah. Yeah. She is captured and restrained by cyborg Superman... And after a struggle, manages to escape both Brainiac and Cyborg Superman.
1: Do you have an awkward hatred for Cyborg Superman?
0: Incredibly so. Me too! I think it's the dumbest thing imaginable.
1: It's Terminator with a slight Superman paint job on. Well, half of one. And powered by
0: kryptonite. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, good. I thought that was just me. Like, during uh, Death of Superman and Rebirth and everything, I was like, he looks dumb and I can't get into this.
0: When I was a kid and they introduced him in the cartoon, as a kid, I'm going... That's stupid. Dad, that's stupid.
1: <laughs> all right, Dad? I'm all right. Yes, son, you are. All right. I'm going to keep watching it, though.
0: <laughs> well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. Got to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, returning to Earth, she is sent into the past by the Oracle alongside Superman and Superboy, where she ensures that the, restru- the, the resurrection hell cannot save Krypton and sacrifices uh, Krypton and her family in order to save the entire universe. Hmm. Back in Earth, uh, she is attacked by the assassin Lobo, and in the in the ensuing battle, kills him while unleashing a rage. A ra- Red Lantern power ring finds her, no and shit, it, and attaches yeah, and attaches to her, transforming her into a Red Lantern. Imagine a Kryptonian
1: lantern. Well, I mean, Superman was a White Lantern for a while. Uh, yeah, but that's different. That's an even more powerful ring with a more powerful... Well, equally powerful. I guess they're about the same, aren't they? Yeah. Supergirl and Superman. Carbon copies, practically.
0: Uh, Pretty much. Um, Driven insane by rage, Kara wanders space, attacking everyone in her way until captured by several Green Lanterns and brought to Hal Jordan, uh, the first Green Lantern of Earth. Immediately recognized... If you
1: type in Red Lantern into Google, the third thing that pops up is Red Lantern Chinese Restaurant.
0: Uh, Yeah. Why?
1: Yeah, whatever, it doesn't matter. Because, I want to see a picture Because Chinese
0: of... restaurants are angry.
1: It's <laughs> <laughs> hey, the fiery shits you have to take afterwards.
0: Yeah. Uh, immediately recognizing a Kryptonian and unable to remove the power ring without killing her, he brings her to Guy Gardner, who at the time was the leader of one of the two Red Lantern factions. Uh, and she Guy, looks
1: cool, man.
0: Guy Gardner actually manages to restore her sanity. After some time under Guy's tutelage and protecting the galaxy as a Red Lantern, after being discharged from the Red Lantern Corps because Guy did not want her to die needlessly against, at I don't know how to say this name, Atrocitus' splinter group, which is the other Red Lantern Corps. mm mm-hmm. Um, On her way back, Kara encounters the leader of the world killers, who are revealed to be pa- parasitic suits of armor. He attempts to assimilate Kara as his host, but she voluntarily subjects herself to kryptonite poisoning again in order to stop him, and eventually flies into our sun and removes the power ring, killing killing her and removing the world killer from her body.
1: She just really hates being alive, doesn't she?
0: However... Kara is revealed to be immortal while in the sun's core and is restored to life without the power ring or any kryptonite poisoning, immediately destroying the world killer. She later helps Guy against Atrocitus. Oh, yeah.
1: You're shaking and, your head now the whole time you're saying it, like, I know this is wrong. Yeah,
0: and his Red Lantern splitter group.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I'm looking up uh, her in the with, with the ring and stuff. She looked
0: badass. Yeah, man. that, that cool that's... That?
1: That happened in recent years. Yeah, I can tell by the art. Uh, one thing, though, if you if you do look it up, any fan art, any fan art you find of it? Sexy?
0: Quadruple size the boobs. Oh, uh, yeah. Every single one of them. Well, yeah. Uh, any fan art about any girl ever. That's going to be it's the case. the boobs, is that it? Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yes. That Red Lantern is just a head. That's fun. <laughs> they don't have a squirrel. I think that's why they're so angry. Green Lanterns have a squirrel.
0: So... With this in uh, in mind, uh, because we, we are caught up in comics, essentially, at this point.
1: Well, that was our last big arc?
0: Uh, to, that I've been able to find, yes. I kind of want to check it out. Honestly, just by the art and
1: stuff. And I, I mean, I love Hal Jordan.
0: I, I was going to say, because uh, it seemed like you were getting interested there near the end when I started talking about her becoming a Red Lantern and mm-hmm. all that. W- would you actually read yeah, her I, recent I, comics? I might. Well, I get into... Um...
1: It was right when the New 52 rebooted. They had World's Finest. It was Power Girl and Huntress. And uh, their Power Girl is Earth-2's Supergirl. Really? Yeah, they escape after watching Bruce Wayne and Catwoman die. And I think a couple of other heroes go with them in that universe. And uh... Oh, no, in their Earth-2, the the Trinity dies, like, first issue. Oh. So this is them split into another universe. Okay. And our universe already has a, you know, Supergirl and... I can't remember... Maybe she was Huntress, and she becomes something else here. I can't remember exactly, but it was Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne's daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, and then super, And then their Supergirl was still, I believe, uh, Clark Kent's cousin. But, uh, yeah, it comes here and becomes Power Girl. And that it was like a buddy cop comic book, but it was Power Girl, and I'm still thinking Huntress. I have a few issues laying around somewhere.
0: It could be interesting. Uh, yeah,
1: it was like a buddy cop comic with two uh, female superheroes. It was really good. I liked it. Huh. Uh, and then I stopped buying comic books because I couldn't afford them anymore. Don't know what happened to them.
0: Alright, well uh that does it for the then. Ooh, a cosplay. All
1: right, turn around, it, let even, me see. Well, nah, it's not that expensive. It's, it's not that impressive, but they uh she has way bigger boobs, so even in real life <laughs> <laughs> they upsize the boobs. Hmm. Uh moving on. On to the end. To the end. Um, oh, you can unlock her in Lego Batman three. Sorry, let's say. Okay. My son has that game.
0: Uh yeah, I, I've sat around a couple times while you guys have played.
1: Yeah, he's playing Lego Star Wars Force Awakens right now. <laughs> Anyways,
0: uh, did you know before I came over and told you <laughs> that, <laughs> that Kara was not the first Supergirl in DC Comics?
1: Remember earlier when you told me, I was like, "Huh, didn't know that." Yeah. So I mean, yeah, you knew that, the answer that wasn't recorded. <laughs> that was, so <laughs> if you pose that question in the most ridiculous fashion, <laughs> and you know the answer,
0: yeah, ah. but the people at home didn't. Molcock. <laughs> Malkak. Uh, no, the first Supergirl, uh, technically Superwoman, Lois Lane. What? Action Comics number 60, which came out in my, my in, <laughs> in May of 1942 was the first comic to ever feature a female counterpart to Superman, uh, simply titled Lois Lane Superwoman, a hospitalized Lois dreams she has gained kryptonite like powers. Uh, thanks to a blood transfusion from the Man of Steel, she begins her own career as Superwoman. How'd Com- they
1: get the blood out? Uh,
0: I'm sure that he has some way like of
1: kryptonite needle and poke himself with him. And... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, uh...
0: super nosebleed. <laughs> hey, if he punches himself hard enough in the face,
1: I can't... spit on the computer screen. That's D- disgusting. Don't do that. Well, the, when you raspberry, you got a raspberry hard, man. <laughs> Um, right on Elvira's uh, elbow.
0: Hmm. But, uh, yeah, she even has, like, her own copycat costume um, uh, of Superman's. Uh, similar stories with Lois Lane acquiring such powers and adopting the name Superwoman periodically appeared later, um, one story being Action Comics number 156, which came out in May of 1951, in which Lois Lane accidentally gains those superpowers through an invention of su- of Superman's arch foe Lex Luthor. In the Luther. story, Lois wears a short blonde wig in her crime-fighting identity, giving her an appearance almost identical to the later version of Supergirl after the latter's real name was specified as Kara Zor-El.
1: Oh, they've brought, they brought um that Lois Lane storyline back in recent years. Uh Supergirl Rebirth.
0: Yeah. Huh.
1: I didn't know what she looked like and stuff. I was interested, so I I Googled that as well.
0: (laughs) In Superboy number five, in a story titled Superboy Meets Supergirl, Superboy meets Queen Lucy of the fictional Latin American nation of Borgonia. Yep. Yeah, sure. Uh, She is an amazing (laughs) athlete.
1: I'm sorry. I just found a picture of her first appearance as Superwoman. Yeah. She's wearing like kitchen dish dish dishwashing gloves. (laughs) It's not a good look. The,
0: uh, of Lois Lane, it was the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> 42 to well, be like she's exact. She's got the
1: skirt, but the blue leggings underneath, yeah. and the big red boots, and then pretty much just dishwashing gloves.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> 1942, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hm. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Superboy number five, mm-hmm. um, where he meets Queen Lucy of Borgonia. Uh, she's an amazing athlete and scholar, tired of her duties and wanting to enjoy a normal life. Queen Lucy travels to Smallville, where she meets Superboy and soon wins his heart. Uh, th- this Superboy not being the clone Superboy that we know today, but the Superman, uh, the the guy that would eventually become Superman, Clark Kent.
1: He was just a boy at the time.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um. Superboy puts on a show with her where he uses his powers to make her seem superhuman. Uh, During this contest, she is called Supergirl. As Supergirl, Queen Lucy wears a tan dress with a brown cape and Superboy's S symbol. Uh, Superboy later saves her from a scheming minister, because, you know, politics. Of course. (laughs) Uh, She returns to her throne, leaving Superboy to wonder if she ever thinks of him. Hmm.
1: Uh, I don't know if this is true or not. This is saying that Lois Lane's been a couple different heroes over the years. One of which is like a female Plastic
0: Man. I I believe it. With as much as she has been in, entrenched in the superhero world, I would think that it would be uh, more insane to say that she's never been a superhero at one point or another. Fuck. Even uh. Oh, what's Superman's sidekick's name? Jimmy. Jimmy Olsen, Jimmy Olsen has become a superhero on occasion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but he's died way more than he's became a superhero. So. Uh, this is also true. <laughs> also, probably the same with Lois Lane. I don't know. Everybody's <laughs> always dying. It's crazy. Um, yeah, Plastic Man, that's a weird one.
0: Yeah. Uh, in Superboy number 78, a story titled Claire Kent, alias Super Sister, Superboy saves an alien woman named Char law from a life-threatening crash. After he ridicules her driving, Charlaw law turns Superboy into a girl. Oh, that's hot. Uh, what?
1: <laughs> okay, hold on
0: how <laughs> uh we'll get into it uh, she has powers dude that's how comic book uh, in smallville clark kent superman's alter ego claims to be claire kent an out-of-town relative who is staying with the kents when in costume he plays superman's sister super sister
1: oh sweet jesus
0: and claims the two have exchanged places. As a girl ridiculed and scorned by men, he wants to prove he is as good as he always was. In the end, it is revealed that the transformation is just an illusion created by Char Superboy learns not to ridicule women during this uh, this arc. What the flying fuck. Um, Super Sister, I think, the worst part. <laughs> Honestly. What the fuck, man? It's Super Sister. What? <laughs>
1: yeah it, oh man it almost sounds racist <laughs> no oh this one quick derail it's about wrestling though so you'll be okay with it. oh god damn it no I found out this one guy he, you know what he wanted he's a really pale Irishman red hair ginger right and you he's what, pale never would have guessed right yeah but you you know what he wanted to be his, his nickname to be what the great white
0: in Superman number 123, <laughs> August... Which if they came... would have
1: thrown the, ho- the word hope after it, it would have made it even fucking worse. <laughs> I was like, how do you think that's a good idea? Uh, I, I wouldn't let him go with it. He can get stabbed. I don't care. <laughs> Sucks anyways. Fuck James.
0: Go ahead. In Superman number 123, which came out in August of 1958, Jimmy Olsen uses a magic totem to wish a Supergirl into existence as a companion and helper to for Superman.
1: So it's like weird science, but
0: magical? Kind of. Uh, the two frequently get in each other's way, however, uh, until she is fatally injured protecting Superman from a kryptonite meteor that a criminal had dropped towards him. Dropped? I didn't understand that terminology when I read it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I still don't. Okay, cool.
1: Uh, <laughs> ah, people need to, People on the internet need to realize that Supergirl and Superman are cousins and stop having pictures of them making out. Yeah. Also, not everybody should cosplay. (laughs) Just a side note, sorry.
0: I I, I actually disagree with you. I think everybody should... You haven't uh, seen
1: what I just saw, so you don't get it. I'm sorry.
0: Okay. I'm sorry. At her insistence, Jimmy wishes the dying girl out of existence. DC uses actually use this story to gauge uh public response to the concept of a completely new female counterpart to Superman.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, in the original issue, she has blonde hair and her costume is blue and red like Superman's. Yes. It resembles the uniform that actress Helen Slater would later wear in the 1984 movie,
1: <laughs> which is just notoriously awful.
0: Yes. um, Early reprints of the story show her with red hair in an orange and green costume to prevent readers from confusing she her. did put on a red wig. <laughs> I was right. Uh, but they actually changed that during the reprints to make it to where uh, people weren't getting her confused with the current Supergirl character. Um. Much later, the story was again reprinted in its original form, however. So, if you were to find a reprint of it now, it would look like it did when it first came out. That's cool, man. Yeah. So, that is all of the Supergirls that I was able to find during my research.
1: Female Aquaman with a mermaid tail. I, I got to get off of here. This is fucking breaking my mind.
0: I don't know why you're still just like on...
1: I just I went to Google <laughs> Images and I just keep hitting right. <laughs> Hit right. Ooh. Remember um, uh, Lois and Clark? The show, the TV show? Yeah. It's the actress. With Dean Kane? Yeah, it was fucking <laughs> Dean Cain. Um, it's the actress that played Lois Lane wrapped in nothing but the Superman cape.
0: Oh, yeah, I know that image. Oh. Hm. That they, I think they actually used that as a promo for something at one point. Probably the show. I, yes. <laughs> Obviously. Oh, so you said for something.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm hitting that X. I can't do this anymore.
0: Woo, that was rough. Uh, Yeah, you decide just uh, as I'm going through this, just I'm diving into the internet. Let's do this. Told you I wasn't interested in the episodes. (laughs) Entertaining myself. (laughs) Well, then guess what? We're on to the end. Nope. Nope. Now. (laughs) Yep.
1: (laughs) I was barely paying attention, and at least I knew where we were. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay. Still interested in the Red Lantern series, so
0: that's something. Um, Well, the thing that I wanted to discuss in the now was the uh, TV show. Right. And, And as you mentioned earlier, the first season... Uh I kind of found for the most part predictable. Yeah. I understood where everything was going. I understood everybody's motivations for anything. Nothing really hit me with a big wow factor. Don't get me wrong, still very entertaining. I still enjoyed the first season. But I I just knew Okay. Episode to episode, what was going on? So you but,
1: seem to like the casting of uh, Supergirl, and
0: yeah, I really like know. the casting of Supergirl. I like the casting of her sister. I think that their dynamic in the show is amazing. Uh, Jimmy Olsen, I like his character in it. Um, they brought in the Toy Master's uh, son; uh, he's a main character in the show. Really. Yeah, and the Toy Master actually shows up in an episode in the first season. I don't know if he shows up any further than that. I think he gets killed if memory serves. But, yeah. So, it, it's interesting the character, the characters that they used uh, because I, I, I never thought that Jimmy Olsen and her really had that much interaction in the comics outside of, I know Superman too. Right, <laughs> yeah. But uh, in the first season they made it um, uh, to where they were kind of in a will they won't they throughout, throughout the entire first season, right? And then Lois Lane's sister you find out is dating Jimmy Olsen, and stuff happens there. It, it, it it's very ABC drama. It sounds damn near soap opera. Kind it kind of is. Um, but with some action and they bring in John Jones, the Martian Manhunter, which I thought was an amazing addition to it, especially with, uh, where they went with the show, Mm -hmm. uh, because she works for a secret organization hunting down, uh, very powerful and very dangerous, uh, alien refugee prisoners that have escaped from a high security, uh, thing. Hmm. A prison. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Um, and so, John Jones actually is part of that organization. And he's in disguise through most of the first season. Doesn't really show himself until close to the end. And so, I thought that was really good. Now, the second season, or the the season ended with pretty much her and Jimmy going, we're going to be in a relationship now. Big kiss. Roll credits season two starts with them trying to go on their first date and it's all awkward and emergency happens; She has to fly off. Okay. And then she's all awkward about it when they get back, when they see each other again. And she's like, Nope, we're, we're going to do the perfect date. We, we got this. And she just constantly has to fly off. And they actually introduce Superman in the show in the second season, which I, th- like I actually like the guy that yeah plays Chris has
1: done a good job with him because he he seems really like <laughs> boy scout like he's classic Superman like, exactly you know just barrel chested and just there like oh, I'm a good guy da 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 yeah which I
0: like yeah that's... I mean he he's actually entertaining in the show instead of being bland like most supermen have been or just whiny and dark and neck snappy like he... a certain Superman that's kind of around now yeah uh, I had to laugh at one point in the first episode um they're trying to stop these two robbers. And she lands in front of the car. And so they're like, reverse, reverse. And he lands behind the car. And they get out and they're shooting both of them. Right. And the guy that's shooting Superman runs out of bullets and then throws his gun, as everybody does.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then
0: when that doesn't work, he goes up and punches Superman. (laughs) And Superman just kind of grabs him and goes, when the bullets didn't work, what made you think that your punch was going
1: to? Right. That's
0: amazing. (laughs) <laughs> like it, it was almost like he, it was, it was almost like he was genuinely like, I'm why confused. do people keep trying this? I
1: don't get it. <laughs> I understand shooting me. Yeah, that seems like it would work. Once that doesn't work, this isn't gonna. Yeah, start. that's that's funny, man. Um, I, I did uh, look up the nineteen what was it eighty four movie? Yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. What do you think it has percentage wise?
0: Uh, fifteen percent.
1: Seven. Oh, wow. 7%. I overshot it. It's amazing. The picture they show at the very top of the page, though, is her sitting in front of a Popeye's. <laughs> the side behind her just says, love that chicken. Really big. Says <laughs> so <it's> a Supergirl.
0: <laughs> love, love that, that chicken. chicken.
1: <laughs> That's amazing.
0: Um, That's
1: nice because she looked cool. You know, she looked like Supergirl.
0: But... Right. Fuck. I think that one was just the writing was so bad and they tried to do... Like, they definitely didn't have the budget for a super. No, yeah, if hero. you compare
1: that to, like, the Superman movies and stuff, yeah. not even close, man. Um, oh, I remember Star Kid. I hated that movie.
0: <laughs> well, are you still on the – just going through the internet, Danny?
1: I'm going to click that X again. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> I had good intentions both times.
0: Um, Hands in the air. But the but... <laughs> very first episode of the new season ends with him going – Look, if this is, with Jimmy going, if this isn't working, you just need to let me know. And she goes, yeah, I don't think this th- this is meant to be. And it's like, you spent an entire fucking season, an entire goddamn <laughs> season setting up how these two are actually really good for each other and need to be together.
1: And she's like, nah. Exactly. So th- that was their stab at ABC, you think?
0: I think I so. Like, ah, fuck it. Hmm. But like, ABC kind of got their stab in on CW during the Flash crossover in the first season. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, the Flash shows up and it's the Flash, Supergirl, uh, Jimmy Olsen, and the Toy Master's uh, son. Mm-hmm. And they, like, Supergirl and the Flash are in their alter egos and they go to see Kat, who is Supergirl's boss at the uh, news corporation that she works with. Mm-hmm. And Kat looks up and goes, Oh, look, an interracial inter. Uh, intergender group. It's like something from a CW show. And the flash just kind of looks around.
1: Motherfucker. Interracial.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jimmy Olsen's black.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, d- I didn't know that. Cause in the comics, all three of those people are white. I was like, no, yeah. no, they're
0: all pretty <laughs> damn white.
1: Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. I didn't know they cast a black person to play Jimmy Olsen.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, But yeah, like they immediately nix that relationship in the very first episode. And hmm. I, I don't understand why. Because it was actually something that... New writers and stuff
1: have their own ideas, you know? Yeah,
0: but when you spend an entire season, and it actually... It's one of the things that was actually going good for the show.
1: Oh. (laughs) I don't know that... Well,
0: it's because it's something that you hadn't seen in the comics before.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: And so it took away that predictability. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. It seems like a weird mix, but like I said, I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. I could watch the first season, but...
0: It won't. Yeah, when I had to laugh in in the first season, um, when you find out that he's dating Lois Lane's sister, Mm -hmm. um, she actually works for the government. And she shows up and she's talking to Kara about Supergirl. And she's like, you know, I thought it was bad enough with Superman around. But now there's a Superman in a skirt. If they ever met, I like it would be game over for us. (laughs) And that's essentially what happened. Oh, okay, Nice. Superman in a skirt. Yeah.
1: You, <laughs> I'm, I'm You in a skirt. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, man. Probably have pretty hairy uh, legs. A
0: blonde me in a skirt.
1: Ugh. <laughs> yeah. You still have your big brown eyebrows, though. <laughs> in my brain.
0: Uh, so, that is all that I really had on Supergirl.
1: To be fair, it took up way more time than I thought it would.
0: Uh, yeah, and... I think that for the most part, you've been silent through most of the episode. Nah, just on nah, occasion, going
1: I was that uh, was, was there, right? <laughs> nah, Malcok, <I'm> <laughs> Malcok. Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. what do you call a steak that comes from a female cow? See, I was here. I contributed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I said copper. I meant to. I... No, you
0: definitely said cock. Did I? Yeah. <laughs> like a hundred percent that worked out in the end paul blart malcock <laughs> and then you then like you stumbled over the word which is why cock came out did you
1: ever watch that movie no it's pretty fucking terrible but at the end he needs sugar for some reason so he eats a nasty ass snickers off the ground all right i don't know it's really 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 bad um uh, see, but if it would have been his like like a monster penis attached to him trying to eat his snickers at the end might have made the movie better
0: uh, i think <laughs> i i think that Kevin James and Adam Sandler are in this weird competition with each other.
1: Who can make the shittiest movie?
0: <laughs> who can make the most money off the shittiest movie?
1: Oh yeah, that could be it. Yeah, well Adam Sandler's going to win. He's just a, he's got a bigger head start. Nobody cares about King of Queens anymore. I'm sorry. Hey, yeah. Plus, from everything I've read online, Kevin James kind of an asshole. Really? Yeah. Oh, huh. I wouldn't have guessed that. Yeah, neither. Well, it's because he plays the dumb, lovable guy.
0: Yeah. The dumb, lovable, fat guy that no, nobody expects that. Right.
1: It'd be like meeting Chris Farley in real life and him being an asshole, which I, by all accounts, I think he was too high to be mean.
0: Uh, I, I could I <laughs> actually see Chris Farley being an asshole. Uh, no, I don't,
1: I don't. I don't know, man. He's dead. Leave him alone. All right calling him a dead lot, man an asshole a lot of
0: people who were dead were assholes <laughs> are lot, you saying Hitler's a good guy a lot of
1: people are dead what's your point <laughs> I'm not saying he was necessarily the meanest guy in person one on one if you weren't Jewish uh, <laughs> it's just you had to be a very specific setting for him not to be a complete fuck and then he was still pretty much just a, a complete fuck if yeah Hitler was bad I'll give you that one <laughs> Everybody's was like, "Well, you put I, it in the right lighting, maybe."
0: The, I I have I have a title for this episode. What? Supergirl. Danny defends Hitler. <laughs> no.
1: No, 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 no. No. You don't. You don't no, think that no, works? No no, no, no. Oh, no, no. no. I prefer Mallock.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you do, Danny.
1: Yeah. Well, this is fun.
0: <laughs> um. I... What the
1: fuck happened? I haven't been accidentally racist in a long time. I've been doing really good. <laughs> and then you defended Hitler. I no,
0: no no
1: no Do I have to play it back? No.
0: Do I have to play it back? No.
1: <laughs> I was just saying, like, if I was just sitting there in the room, he not he might not be a complete asshole to me at that time. He'd be a complete asshole to me. Yeah, you look you look stereotypically Jewish. <sighs> in case we hadn't told you before. Oh, no, I hear it pretty much every time I'm over here. I did buy you a Star of David once.
0: Yes. You didn't even take it home. No, it's it's still above you.
1: I see it. Yeah, I know. I had to move it because every time I stood up, I hit my head on it. I was like, that seems racist somehow. <laughs> Just bumping my head on Star David. I was like, that's a holy symbol. I should probably move it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: this is a fucked up studio, man.
0: Uh yeah. So. Uh, we got a debate? Uh, I, I kind of have a debate. I'm not going to necessarily go, it's a nerdly debate, but more of a, here's an idea, a, th- a thought. Project, If you would, if you were to give a thought project, a thought project, I don't think that's a term. If you were to give a, a superhero, any superhero, an alternative, alternate gendered, uh, not even sidekick, but just an alternative gendered counterpart,
1: pretty much like, yeah, just like gender swap the character. Yeah.
0: Okay. The, which Supergirl essentially is to Superman.
1: Right. But, but there just has to be a good reason. Cause like when you just ginger swap to gender swap. It's fucking pointless. And sometimes when those people are Ghostbusters, people get angry because they think it's for some fucking reason. Like, yeah. Really, there's, there's still SNL characters. And that's what the first one was. And yeah. I think that's what they were going for. I, for I, I, I 100% agree. Uh, so uh, there's going to be a reason. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of them already have it. Yeah. Uh, that's I mean, the D-
0: DC, every single one of them has it. Yeah.
1: Hell, even Spider Man has like Spider Girl, Spider Woman, Spider Gwen, Silk, Silk. Uh, there's one
0: where. There's the the one. one true counterpart is Silk.
1: Uh, yeah. Don't get a weird boner on me. I'm sorry. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> It's silk. Well, it's mallcocks if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, ooh, I'm gonna start calling my my boner a mall cock. and I'm not gonna explain it to my wife.
0: Okay. Hmm. Yeah,
1: probably I won't get sex out of that, <laughs> never mind. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody. There's not well because like, Wolverine
1: has X twenty two. Batman has Batgirl, Batwoman. Yeah. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, Batman has two. <laughs> there's even a Catman for like you know Catwoman. Is there really? Yeah, there's a Catman.
0: That that was the one that I was going no, to say. No, he's
1: actually kinda cool. Uh he uh he just he's like a real Batman ripoff. Like he tries to be Batman. He's actually okay. not a bad character. Uh, uh, the gunny, you know who the gunny is? Uh in yes. real life. Yeah. The yeah. angry military guy that's in yeah, everything. Yeah. He's in a um, full metal jacket. The guy that gummer yeah, I, shoots. Yeah. For the listeners, Robert, not you. Okay. Um he voices him in Batman Brave and the Bold. It's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So he's this grown ass man dressed like a cat with that <laughs> voice. It gets your attention, man.
0: I can imagine. Uh,
1: there's no male poison ivy that I know of. But uh, also, I don't want to see with just a green dude
0: with just a leaf over stick <laughs> either. <laughs> he just calls himself Adam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the Bible got that one.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, already.
1: Yeah, the
0: hmm. only one that I can think of is going off of not Marvel or DC. Uh, you have Hellboy. I think that there may be a Hellgirl. I don't know. honestly. But I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I... I'm almost a hundred percent sure there's a female spawn, but there is. There's no gender swaps of the Watchmen.
1: Yeah, but I don't want a female Warshak. She
0: She's he's smelly. Okay, but a female Owl could be cool.
1: Isn't So uh, uh, Spectre's pretty much that in a different costume. Their uh, like personalities d- line up really well.
0: Personalities, but not uh. Fuck, there's yeah, there's a, the there's a flat out
1: female, uh,
0: Hawkeye. Yeah. There's Uh, a a She-Hulk. Kate Bishop. Hmm. Um, They
1: get really creative with the Hulk's female counterpart, though. She. (laughs) She. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the original name was Hulk with boobies. Yeah. And they had Uh, to change that. There there
0: could be a female uh, Dr. Manhattan. It's still called Dr. Manhattan.
1: It'd be better than seeing a giant blue penis if you're a heterosexual male (laughs) on your Uh, (laughs) screen. Blue glowing bush hair. Hmm. I like it. I'd still do it. <laughs> oh, I'd go there. Because <laughs> she could make duplicates of herself. She got mad the movie when there was like three of him banging her for some reason. Would you? Uh, if it was him? Yes. Because <laughs> uh, it's rape. Uh, <laughs> uh, at that point, it's gang rape. Uh, one, I'm, I'm
0: saying female Dr. Manhattan.
1: No, exactly. That's okay. what I'm saying. Like, oh, no. Eight boobs instead of
0: two. <laughs> ah, this is terrible. But still only two people. Hmm.
1: You did it, Ronnie. You <laughs> gave yourself udders again, hon. Could you... <laughs> <laughs> that'd be a fun little offshoot just a man marrying a doctor female a doctor female a female doctor Manhattan and just like their relationship on average days that's a comic book I'd read
0: uh, that would be a comedy yeah like, absolutely. It, it would not be nearly as dark as the watchman right
1: <laughs> just go like should go giant and yeah that'd be really awkward because you'd be looking up and you just see the, it's just like a giant vagina above you which is better than like balls in an asshole I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's all. The, it's all depends on what you're into. Uh, yeah,
0: uh, I guarantee you. Is this where this conversation? I guarantee you, there's a giantism uh, a fetish. Oh,
1: absolutely. That's why the you know the giant girl giant, movie. Well, yeah, yeah.
0: Whatever was made. Uh, is this
1: where the, you wanted this conversation to go? No. I don't know what
0: you're expecting here. I'm sorry. No, it, like as soon as I said it, I was like, well, they already. Uh, pretty much everybody yeah. has them except for the Watchmen. The Watchmen is the only. Big name that I can't really think of.
1: I was gonna say Venom or Carnage, but there is a female symbiote. Yeah, uh, Scream, Screech, something like that.
0: Something like that. Siren, and
1: yeah, something about making noise. Yeah. Ah, fuck. But she's just on the Venom planet, the Symbiote planet. Right. She, there's not really a good one in the storylines, so that could be that could be something. Yeah, get like a sadistic, like Carnage style female. That'd I would, be, that could be really cool. Uh,
0: honestly, I would be very interested. Um, because they're bringing Spider Gwen. Uh, they're, they're, they've they're they made her more and more of a main character. Um, What's up with Gwynpool? Gwynpool is an alternate universe thing. Okay.
1: I just saw, uh, my wife clicks his dumbass vinyl pops, <laughs> and they released one of Gwynpool. I was like, what the fuck I, are they I, doing? <laughs> I read the
0: first comic. I didn't like it. Okay.
1: Yeah. I, I just That character blew up in a way that I don't think a new character had in a very long time for them. Right. So, of course, they're going to overexploit it and shove it down your throat in any way they can. Yeah. Because Disney.
0: Well, not just uh, Deadpool, but Gwen Stacy.
1: No, I mean, I mean Spider Gwen. Oh, in the comic books, yeah. I think, I think that moved more issues. Deadpool blew up in a completely different way. Yes, like uh, G- Spider Gwen was like macro, you know, for the, for the comics and you know some merch blew up in a way that that natural source hadn't blown up in a while.
0: Right. Deadpool's macro. <laughs> yeah. Fucking huge. Yeah, like, I mean. And, and so I, I see why they would be like, hey, let's mix the two. But, like, reading it, it did not play out, uh, I think, how they wanted it Was to. Was she
1: even scarred up or anything? Because uh, she has an open mouth mask. Yeah, she's not scarred. A- she's
0: not scarred up. She does not ha- in the first uh, uh in the first issue, she does not have super healing. She's just insane and killing people. That could be fun. And then she goes up against somebody who she shouldn't, and one of her friends dies. Is she bald? No. Oh, at least that'd be funny. She looked like Britney Spears when she shaved her head, but she'd be killing people. Here's how little impact it made on me. I don't know if she was bald.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure she's not, because I think her... No, I'm thinking of Lady Paul. Never mind.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Oh, I also don't care. Yeah. Do do you think it's weird? I I, I find it kind of strange. I know the way I position myself makes you probably a little nervous. Um, When a female superhero wears a costume that doesn't have her hair showing. Does it make it look weird? Because it looks like just a dude with boobs, right? A... Like like Spider-Girl.
0: Spider-Girl doesn't have any hair or anything. Spider-Woman does. Yeah. But
1: there's just a Spider-Girl that... I mean, it's the same suit. It's Spider-Man with boobs.
0: Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're you... saying. With the latex costume that completely covers the head... Yeah. ...and doesn't let any hair out, then yes, it does give it that... It makes you
1: feel weird downstairs. <laughs> right? And I can't think of too many times they've done it, but... Yeah, for some reason, I always think it looks funny, well, aesthetically. Well,
0: even Gwynpool has that aesthetic. The only difference is, in order to change it up to make her look more feminine, she wears a hood.
1: So, oh, Spider-Gwyn. spider Gwen. That's true, yeah.
0: Yeah, I guess that, because she does have that. Yeah, something on the head will make it... You have to have it, something. Yeah.
1: Because, yeah. I mean, it's definitely not hair.
0: Right. Okay, yeah, good call.
1: Hmm. You just have to have something there.
0: So, something there, because uh, the completely smooth... Uh, visual mm-hmm. makes it appear male.
1: Just because we're so used to it.
0: Right. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. And so, so you need that variation to go, okay, not male. Here we go.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, there's been versions of Batgirl that didn't have it, but you still have the ears there. But most of the time right. when she's drawn, she has the hair coming out the back, which I like that look the best personally.
0: Mm-hmm. Same here. Mm-hmm. Um, as a superhero, I can see why that would not be a good thing. Right. Uh, one more thing for villains to grab, but if you're wearing a cape, then why the fuck do you care? <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs>
1: you're just gonna die in a rotating door, anyways. I've seen Watchmen. <laughs> yeah. I've read it. I don't know why I said. See, oh, it is a movie too. Anyway, yes, I've
0: done both. Hmm. <laughs> um, we we've both seen The Incredibles. Yeah, I've you know I've only seen that movie one time. Really? Yeah. Are you are you excited about the sequel? I don't remember the movie that well. No. No, I don't. We need to sit down and watch it. Yeah, no, with I, your son.
1: See, I remember liking it. I'm sure my son will love it. Um, and I have a digital copy of it, but it won't work on uh, my Xbox. Huh. So I'm going to have to like, transfer it and get it on my computer and let them watch it or something. Reformat okay. it, maybe? I don't know.
0: All right, but I think that is our time. I could be wrong.
1: Uh, we're at an hour two, so probably like 59 minutes after editing.
0: Oh, okay. Um, so your name is? Danny Mullins, your name is? Robert Foley. Goodbye, everyone.